0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4. Jen and Alex have returned to talk all things coaching, sharing their journey and insights as coaches in order to encourage an open dialogue with other coaches, the coaching curious, and of course those of you just interested in personal and professional development. In this episode, Alex and Jen discuss all things authentic, the coaching buzzword you've probably heard all too often. They define it analyze it critically evaluate the word and its meaning opening up an honest and frank discussion about why it's an ick word for jen and how it's made alex a modern day philosopher if you have any questions or queries or would like to get involved in the conversation then jen and alex are here to help please do get in touch welcome to coffee and coaching other hot drinks are available so grab one sit back and listen
1: Hello, hello. There
0: we go. Just turning down a bit. Get tea sorted?
1: I'm done. I'm ready. Perfect. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Coffee and Coaching, Season 2, Episode 4. With myself, Alex Manos, and...
0: Jen Nichols. How are you, Jen? Yeah, I'm not bad, thanks. The sun is shining after a couple of days of rain, so I'm happy.
1: Good, good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. A bit chillier today than, uh, yeah, than it has been. been. The, cool, the yeah. radio in my room here went on for a brief couple of minutes beforehand. <laughs> uh, right, let's just dive straight in. Let's. Who's first? Go on, you go. You ask me a question
0: well, okay, so um topic authenticity, authentic um so we kind of looked at the definition, to start with't we, so a sort of undisputed origin, not a copy, so something that's mm. genuine, um possibly thinking in terms of um you know not being fake, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? I think a lot of people would would resonate with that um. So I guess my first question to you is what what does the word authentic or sort of you know authenticity um, imply to you? Uh,
1: um, okay, I'll draw on an example because I think sometimes it's a little bit easier to to put into context because it's a it's a difficult question to answer succinctly. In I guess the relatively short space of time that we've got. But so a couple of weeks ago, uh, one of the lads that I was on a group co- group coaching program last year with asked us all um about writing. And there's a few of us on that group that, that do write sort of regularly. Now I've been writing more regularly than I have been. And his question was what's what does synthetic versus authentic writing mean for you? I was like, oh okay. And it was a great question because it was actually very relatable to to my journey with writing and my answer was this if I looked at the stuff that I used to write or how I used to write six months ago eight months ago maybe a little bit longer my mindset for writing was okay what what do I need to say here that's gonna um create interest curiosity possibly a new client is it going to be useful to people and i'd chop and change it and i'd procrastinate even just over sending it uh, writing it and so there was a lot of fuss and noise around the act of getting my thoughts on paper and then actually out into the into the world and i'm not sure where the shift happened but i suddenly just thought well actually I mean, some of it came from conversations that we've had as well and just actually getting more reps in and just writing and writing. So, you know, I write maybe once a week or once every a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. And the mindset now is, okay, if something comes into my head, which I find interesting, I'm just going to tell the world. Well, no, I mean, not the whole world. I'm not, that, <laughs> not quite at that level, yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to... Well, I mean, I guess Facebook is the whole Your world. world. <laughs> my world. So I'm just going to tell people and so be it like if it leads to a conversation great if it leads to comments great if it doesn't if people go what have you just written that is drivel so be it and I guess that helped me sink into a place of authenticity of what felt right for me to do what I enjoyed doing and uh, you know with no expectation of what the outcome was and it just means that I don't not that I don't care about what I write but it's like here's my thoughts on a bit of paper, mm. do what you like with them. Um, and the feedback I've had at times for my writing is this is so relatable. Um, it's so honest. Like you don't sound like you know it all. You kind of express in And I thought, okay, well, that's kind of, that's good. That's what I hadn't planned it to be like that. But I guess in, in uh, what, what developed was, yes that's uh, it just I wanted to be really real real raw a little bit like what me and you do here to be honest um so that uh, that's my answer in terms of that context
0: Mm. which makes sense because you say about people giving you feedback about being honest and I mean that that fits with the whole not being fake thing doesn't it there's an element of congruence between what you were thinking, what you kind of say you do as a as a coach and a – can I call you a philosopher? Shall I call you a philosopher?
1: <laughs> Go on then. I'll take that.
0: Modern day. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, and then oh. what you do. So, you know, you, you felt something because I still think, you know, everything comes from one of our emotions, doesn't it, at some point. <laughs> think about it you either say you're going to do something or you do something or you talk, you know, there's, so all those things kind of need to be in alignment, don't they? In order for you to be authentic, that's, that's you. It's who you are. That's how you're showing up in the world. That's how you, you know, want to people to see you as well, I guess.
1: Uh. Well, yeah, I'd argue that b- before that, it's how you want to see yourself.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
1: it's like, yeah. all right, well, what well, how can I accept my way of being here in terms of my writing? So it feels like just totally natural and in flow, authentic, Mm. whatever, you know, whatever word you want to potentially replace authentic with. And that was, that was, that was actually, it's actually quite significant because I think it's a lot for a lot of people that is the, the reason that they don't do things or they don't say things or they don't, you know, themselves out there is because they haven't fully accepted their own authenticity and mm-hmm. it's something which comes up a lot with clients like you know this this word and this theme of authenticity comes up huge man. like I, I feel like i'm now more authentic a little bit more about myself and you're like well who, you know hey you go well who were you before and we can probably uncover that in this in this uh, in this podcast uh, so what about you if we've answered the same question well, what does the word yeah to?
0: yeah I'm going to pick it apart a bit because I um, I really struggle with this word because it's become a bit of a, for me, and I don't know if that's just the kind of the things that I, I ingest on a daily basis through social media or, me, you know, whatever that sort of comes, especially in the coaching world, I think it often comes across as a really toxic positivity buzzword. Um, and then it's it's become a very... Not wishing to discriminate in any way, uh, very kind of Americanized. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah, be your, you know, your true authentic. I'm not going to do the accent. No, uh, <laughs> you, you know, your authentic self. But actually, what does that? What does that really mean to people? Because um, I, let's go with an extreme example here of somebody like Donald Trump or Hitler or do you know somebody like that who you could argue are extremely authentic in what they think say do believe um and put that out to the world so that that for me is where i really struggle with um people saying oh you know just be your authentic self well what if you're an idiot <laughs> what if you are <laughs> what if you are dangerous yeah I, and and then i think you mentioned someone in our notes about about it being a bit of a moral issue then as well isn't it well mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and actually that being authentic is a, is a reflection of your reality so, if you're living in accordance to some really, really dangerous beliefs, or you know, values, or internal, external factors, whatever's going on, um, is that okay? Is it still okay oh. to be authentic?
1: Oh well, I okay. I I think that's. I think part of what you just said is is easy to answer because. regardless of what your values are at any given time in your life if you are living to those values and those principles whether they're good bad whatever the argument would be well you're being authentic Mm. so and that's my understanding of, of looking into this a little bit deeper a couple of years ago with my coach was coming from a place of Inauthentic values, where you are living a life maybe slightly designed by somebody else, or that you think you have to do this because of this, this, and this, then you are not portraying. You're not living
0: authentically. Well, you're not living so authentically, yeah. You, you,
1: you. But I guess your argument is: well, I think you've written some. Are we authentic just at any given time? Because whatever's real to you right there is your authentic self. So mm. it does, it is a it's a tricky question to unpack. Mm.
0: Um, but I think from no, a personal. The... Ex- mm-hmm. Go on, sorry.
1: No, you go, you go.
0: Well, I just think I think you know you, you, we talk about being things being congruent. So you know your values, what you say, what you think, what you do, how you feel is all in alignment. I think I think that's really really difficult for any of us to achieve on a you know consistent daily basis contextual basis like whatever i mean that's really difficult to achieve isn't it because um if you you know there's there's lots of compromise and and stuff that goes on in life and you know we we are sort of subject to societal norms and you know our family mm. norms and expectations and traditions and like it's so complex but i think it's it's also a bit of a it's kind of like that self-actualization. It's like reaching the top of, the, of Maslow's pyramid, isn't it? Because you have to be self-aware. You have mm-hmm. to, th- those behaviors have to be kind of congruent with, you know, your thinking and your saying and, and your emotions and everything. And then you've got to have some kind of like unbiased processing, like, you know, constant critical evaluation of mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. Um, and therefore being, you know, really honest possibly sort of be that kind of honest self disclosure so that other people can see. I mean that's huge. For anybody <laughs> to be doing that on a on a you know minute by minute basis throughout their lives is uh yeah I think it's it is yeah when you put it like that. It
1: it is massive when you put it like that. And it, and it throws into question a couple of things. One is Look at times. I guess we do little bits of things where, all right, we're not we're not a hundred percent aligned with exactly what we're doing. We're maybe branching into a little bit of people pleasing. Okay, we go to that event, we do something where you know you, you you play a game through life at times, right? Yep. I think what happens though, and just trying to be more objective with this rather than subjective, mm. if I look at the work that you do with clients when they then start to tell you things oh, when well, that, now this feels a little bit more like me and you're like, Oh, well, like, you know, who have you been? And they start to create, I think more ease in their life because they almost don't have the, uh, that heavy energy where they're like, right. I need, I, okay. I want to do this. I think about it. Is it me? Should I do it? It's just, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And not from a, I don't really care what anyone thinks about me because that that I think the extreme of that is not healthy. Um but th- there tends to be a heaviness, I think, which until you reach a point where you go, this just I'm I'm exhausted, or this doesn't feel right, or I'm waking up every Monday morning, this just really internally does not feel like I want to be doing for the rest of my life. That's the point where then they almost then start to question or and you as a coach maybe start to question how authentically they are living to what they thought and sometimes that goes back you know 20 25 30 35 years and they go oh, do you know what when i was six or seven years old I really really inside of me wanted to be this this and, this, and then x y and z happens and then you might work towards that and go well how can you find a little bit more of that and that's the work that that we do and offer is to get people finding more of it's whatever the balance their balance, authentic, isn't it? yeah, that whatever their the authentic
0: self yeah. is. Yeah, um, yeah, that back to that balance between your feelings and your thinking and your action, and which is basically, I mean, I, I can't think of a session where I haven't coached around. You know, well, I believe this, but I'm doing this, and they don't line up, and that's why I feel stuck and directionless and whatever else. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and the ten, uh, the tangible outcomes, perhaps, for authenticity are uh, I mean what one really tangible outcomes is the the nature and uh, the people in your in your relationships because I've certainly found you know from my experience you know when you're not at ease with someone where you're not quite saying the things that you ought to be saying when you're not you know there's probably something of you that's not being truthful and as open as you want to be because you're just not willing to show that authentic true self to you. Mm. And as you get older and wiser, you hope. I think you see I think you see, I think you seek people that are more authentic and slightly more in line with perhaps what you're you know what, yeah. what you're about. Um
0: well you start to realise oh, so, you haven't got time for faffing have you? <laughs> You've got no time yeah, to about.
1: <laughs> no you haven't no <laughs> um can I'm gonna ask you a question actually mm-hmm. That's a trick. I said I I said I wasn't going to ask you a tricky question earlier today because (laughs) because you had some slightly lack of sleep, bless you, because of your because of your little um. I'm up for a challenge. (laughs) Oh oh, oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, what are the advantages of not being authentic slash? Can you be successful and inauthentic at the same time? Um.
0: Yes, and yes short short answers (laughs) i mean yeah so what's the first part about um what
1: what are the advantages of not being authentic
0: i think the advantages of not being authentic are keeping the peace i mean i (laughs) can think of times where i've just not spoken my truth or done the thing that i really wanted to do um to to keep the peace basically whether that's at work whether that's at fa- you know family life and I think but that that comes down to choice as well I think I've been aware of those situations when they've happened and you kind of go right okay I'll suck this one up take one for the team you know I, I can see that this is um you know what what do I want to win the battle or the war it's it's sometimes yeah. it's about those kind of conversations in your own head isn't it um you know okay I might have to do this now but um, but I think the problem comes when you keep doing those things and there must there's so many of us that must just, you know, go through life going, it just, just doesn't feel right because you're never getting to do the things that mm. feel, mm. you know, good to you and are in line with, you know, where you want to go. Um, so, yes, um, but I think it, it comes at a price if it's a, you know, a kind of long term thing, if you're always doing it. Um, And in terms of success, can you be with success by being inauthentic? Um, Yes, I think I think that's (laughs) where your ego takes over, isn't it? You can be. uh, But again, you know, you have to define success. I mean, I know plenty of people. I say plenty of people. I know a few people who I would argue are definitely not being themselves. They are playing a part because they think that's how they want other people, you know, they want to be seen by other people in that way. Um, That Their sort of ego is taking over because for whatever reason, you know, insecurities or or whatever, um, upbringing, environment, you know, parents, whatever, may have led them to think that they have to be striving for this type of life, this type of lifestyle, Mm. this status, um, in order to be successful, but it's not actually, you know, if you were to go, you know, what do you what do you really want to do? And they'd be like, Oh my god, I just want to, you know, sell kites on a beach in Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know, they would just go, This is yeah. this is the complete opposite of anything that I would really, mm-hmm. really want to do. But all these different things that have happened in my life have played a part in me going, Okay, I've got to keep showing up like this, I've got to keep showing up like this. Mm-hmm. And yes, that may bring them I don't know career success, financial success, whatever. But in terms of authenticity, hmm, probably not.
1: Going back to your point about uh, what was one what what of the advantages, you know, not being authentic is mm. like you know you keeping the peace and
0: yeah.
1: just not not speaking the whole truth of what's on your mind, and it's just easier to do with that, I guess. And we're going to actually run a top, we're going to run a podcast on this. Um, I guess that falls into the fact that you're possibly where you rank on the sort of agreeableness scale of personality types. And is it, is it more that rather than you're being inauthentic at the time, you know, does, does, does being agreeable and again, it's degrees, isn't it? If I guess if you're over agreeable is it, okay, here's a question if, if is being over agreeable, if there's such a word or if there's such a concept is that in line with being inauthentic or is it actually just that you can be totally authentic and be super super agreeable as well
0: um i mean it's people pleasing isn't it basically um and again, but but again, what, i get but know what that but what do it all the time can you the, 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 i can't i can't imagine I mean, if, if you're completely agreeable all the time um I mean, how exhausting for one? <laughs> that just makes me think. Oh my god, it's, it's so exhausting. Um, but, but what? Also, if, what? If,
1: but what if that person's biggest value is? Well, actually, I do not uh, No, go on. Keeping I'll...
0: other people happy. <laughs> well, in, in which well, case, I'm just going no. kind to of throw that back and sort of yeah. well, how, how does that serve you? I mean, yeah, I can think of people who are who are nice, but that screams to me you don't have enough. You know, your boundaries aren't clear. Yeah that you're living through some sort of fear. Well, if I don't please these people, yeah. they're going to reject me and I'm going to, you know, it goes into all those kind of realms then, doesn't it? About, well, where does that come from? And why Why are you people pleasing all the time? And why do you have to be so agreeable? And um, I would still be, I'd turn it around, you know, come on, what, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> uh, yeah, that kind of... I'd dig- agree think, on know. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a, there's a nice little distinction that helped... Me and it's a sort of classic quadrant type um, thing, which is often used with a x and y axis and a you know you then this plus this equals that. So um, looking at synthetic versus authentic values, and also fitting in and fitting out. And so the ideal, if you look at a quadrant, is to just the top right as it it is. Is that to be authentically you, you know living by your authentic values and fitting out so it's like you know you are there versus the other ones which are synthetic values fitting in or still having authentic values and and trying to fit in as well mm-hmm. and the distinction was um you know the other three were you, you're a people pleaser or you're you're a chameleon so you have you have your values in check but actually you change them given what the surroundings are okay so you go to a dinner that's whatever that's a, a, at a labor conference party because you want to fit in, and then the next minute you go to a conservative party because you want to fit in with them and but actually deep down you're you know you're one of those so you're playing you're constantly playing this mm. this chameleon change in your colors and the other one is just fitting in which reminds me of um you know it's, it's, it's your teenager that sort of does stuff to to stand um to yeah, stand out, but great it's great not great. really. Yeah, it's they're standing out, but from a from a synthetic place. Out snake, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: Well, um, I think I think any of those situations comes down to a choice, doesn't it? You've, we've all got a choice to make in in the various contexts. You know, for for some people, were well, you know, you can be an extrovert in one situation, but not in another. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think everything. in in the way you put it is it just isn't as black and white as a kind of quadrant is it you you it's a sliding scale for, for everything involved in those scenarios isn't it
1: yeah and also wonder you know to touch on your point about how it's become a little bit perhaps a little bit toxic positivity a little bit like buzzy whether or not people get fixated of this um Th- this quest to find auth- authenticity rather yeah. than this, the perhaps safer and easier approach is to, to be more authentic in everyday decisions and things that you do rather than this place to kind of get you and go, oh, mm. you know what? On the 23rd of March, no, I became authentic because it doesn't happen <laughs> like that. But no, but it... it um,
0: but it does purport that kind of rigidness, do- No, not it? all I'm authentic.
1: Yeah, and that and that, if you,
0: that gets in the way of of showing that you're open to growth and change as well. I think it
1: does, and I think it feeds into the um, it feeds into the philosophy of right. Well, I, I can't be sort of reborn yeah. to to for a better phrase within the current life that I have. Yeah. So it's like, oh, do you know what I did that at the time that felt really authentic to me i'm going to choose a different path and then i'm going to create this different level of so it's almost like you're just scaling up your authenticity levels rather than i oh god, where where is it like how, uh, how am i going to find this authenticity thing like it's everywhere people are finding it on social media left right center and it's like i've gotta go and find it and it's not quite like that is it and i wonder whether it's just it's almost like a self-punishing thing to go i'm just inauthentic like and you go really there must be some areas where you are authentic in your life and then you Dig deep and they go, actually, this, this, and this. So, it, it, again, a bit like when we spoke about leadership, it's almost like not a title to get to where you just suddenly put the authentic hat on. um It's just, can you find more areas throughout where you could be a little bit closer towards whatever you want to call it, your true mm-hmm. self, your values, your authenticity, your voice? You know, sometimes it's just that. You know, are you, are you, are you, yeah.
0: Well, I was just going to say, it, it, it is being open to that changing over time, that it isn't a, a fixed thing, that, you know, what, like you say, being authentic about this thing right now, because this, this is what I believe um, and value at this time, but that it will, you know, that possibly will change because I'm open to... Um, it being different at some point, I might find out some new information, and th- my view of that thing might change, and therefore it doesn't sit right with me anymore. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that comes back to that self awareness, that self reflection, just you know all, the, all those that self actualization type stuff again, doesn't it? The, the, the stuff that yeah. feels um, I don't know out of reach sometimes, I guess. We've that's what's scary little... about it, though, isn't it? I think that that's the bit that's scary about it that you might not actually ever quite get there you know who who gets to the end of the life and go actually yeah do you know what i did the whole thing completely authentically (laughs) (laughs) i mean that that's a goal isn't it if ever there was one
1: if ever there was a fantasy goal (laughs) that's one there isn't it um yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. I mean, what a great um, coaching
0: question! You know, it, we, I've often done the one about uh, you're you're on your deathbed and what are people saying to you, what what's happened, yeah. and all the rest of it. But actually, you could, you know, could you could you lie there and say that you lived an authentic life?
1: <laughs> I've got a coaching session coming up. Here. Oh, try it! Might, it. Might, be my, might, might be my opening one.
0: Scare them off.
1: Uh, <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's. What was I going to say? Um, well, we've touched on it a little bit. Um, how can you know how how can coaching help with authenticity as we slowly wrap up today? Um, my my observations are that people tend to become more relaxed, uh, more calm, more more courageous in saying no to things mm. uh more confident in uh changing their circle of friends and and changing um Just the, the sort of the the the, the, the influences in their lives yeah. uh and it doesn't often come from i mean i can't no oh, no that's true i have i have asked sort of questions like does that feel nothing to you or how things does it feel to you but Get you know we, we do go back to values we, we, we talk about values a hell of a lot um, and and people pleasing and I've I've written down here that I I don't know if you find this a lot but I always find I often find so not always find clients often struggle to use the word I at the start of sentences you know they just kind of skirt around it and you know ask them to sort of you know put goals down or put things and they don't sort of own that. I'm going to do this, or I feel this. And it's, you know, uh, there's something there in not feeling totally happy with yourself in terms of making that decision, which goes again, again, well, whose decision are you making it for? Mm. Um, so it's something that I've found. I remember one distinct, I'm like, I, start start with I, and they're like, blah, blah. no, no, start with I, they're like, Ugh. start with I, and it's almost awkward. You know, it's awkward, because it's awkward to stand up and go... I feel this you often just say you sort of talk in the third person sometimes, Mm. um, or you might go, right. It would, it, you know, it would be great for this to happen in three years time. You're like, no, like I, I want this to happen in three years time. It's a very different, it's a very different, um, there's a very different sort of tonality to that and a different sensation when you talk from
0: I, Taking ownership. I mean, uh, yeah, ownership. at those points, I'd be, right, okay, so let's go back to the beginning, and <laughs> whose permission who's permission are you looking for here? You know, what is it that means you can't say I? Um, And exploring that whole level of self-awareness again, isn't it? And that, 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 I think yeah. that's a permission thing a lot of the time, isn't it? People are looking for, like, it's difficult. Is If you've been brought up in that, you know, you must do it this way and you have to do it this way and you should, should, should. To suddenly um, feel the need to take control of your own life is really daunting. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, I get like that sometimes. Like, what I can I can do this? I can make these decisions on my own, and nobody's gonna yeah. tell me off or question me. Or um, it's yeah, having come from that kind of background, I often I often think to myself, whose permission am I looking for here? And then you suddenly go, oh, nobody's, and that's that's yeah. really scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and- yeah.
1: And people, you know, I, I've had got clients who are way older, and they, this is not something which
0: no, doesn't stay with anything, people because yeah.
1: crit, criticism and judgment is going to stay with you forever. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's always going to be somebody where you'd be like, oh, "God, that," you know, whatever. So, it, it is difficult. It is. But if you look at those way.
0: people who you you would probably say, or they live, you know, rather authentically, you can see that they've set the boundaries. You can see that they're mm. doing it from. Um, a kind, a kind of positive values place isn't it it's not you know they're not particularly dangerous mm. or reckless people or um if, if, if you were looking to sort of you know that's, that sort of person that you admire that's authentic um but again i bet uh, they uh, struggle on a daily basis it's not a, yeah. a thing you have to work on all the time
1: and i guess we have to not confuse <laughs> Um, we we have to not confuse somebody being super authentic with being an ass. Like, you know, there's a difference between, you know, being true to your word and say, and actually just being difficult and actually being contrary and actually mm. being not agreeable at all. They aren't, they aren't healthy traits in the long run, but others would go, geez, they, they speak their mind, don't they? They, they? they don't, they don't follow the rules or they don't do this. Mm. And I think society do you know what society actually does need those kind of people in in small doses?
0: Yeah. Because you, you do you do right. need those. Yeah. But
1: you know, being difficult and being contrary and being an ass and not being a at all are not the same as being authentic, in my mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Do you know who springs to mind when you say that like that? Have you been watching I'm a celeb?
1: no i have not but for
0: for uh, any listeners who have the the the, uh, boy george springs to mind for anybody who's listening yeah so i i I,
1: yeah i've i've heard a little bit of a conversation on lbc (laughs) about boy george the other day um and it was about yeah it was just about the fact that he's um he was talking about the situation or whatever and people going, oh people forget that like he was done for this this and this mm-hmm. back in oh, people and all of us you know everyone's raving about everyone's talking about Matt Hancock but there's a guy in there that actually got sentenced yeah. to something and did this this yeah. and this and no one's talking about it but that's yeah. all I heard about it
0: But I have heard him use the word authentic and then watch him shit stir. So it can be, yeah, it could be, it can be a dangerous thing, I think is the thing. So it's not, it's not about saying no to authenticity. It's about just looking out for the dangers within it. I think, um, I, this is a good place to so I, I did a bit of reading around I thought well see if there's any um, research papers on authenticity and there is but there was one that I, thought I found this quite amusing but it's, a, it's quite a good analogy for thinking about it in terms of you know people and their lives so it was um, a paper about um, craft beer and the authenticity of craft beer um, and basically it kind of concluded that Although, kind of report, you know, marketing yourself as um, being authentic and something's been through very traditional processes, um, it 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 is a market advantage. People want that kind of um, traditional, handmade, you know, handcrafted Mm -hmm. type of product, which you can understand. Um, But there's, it's it becomes quite, (laughs) it can become very dangerous in that that companies will then often market themselves as authentic place themselves as being very popular um, and then change their systems behind the mm. scene mm-hmm. because they're raking in the profit um, <laughs> actually being um uh, sort of cr- you know crafty and traditional in that sense in terms of the, the product making um is actually quite inefficient it's quite costly um and yeah. therefore they start to find ways to do this more efficiently for more profit and all the rest of it um and so the, that that the relationship between popularity and, and authenticity becomes a bit a bit murky um uh and also it was reported that if if people are saying if somebody is constantly saying and, and marketing themselves as authentic and, and if you think about people who say that too and they have to keep saying it <laughs> that starts to make people become really cynical yeah. um, and then it starts to backfire and it lowers you know, the appeal of somebody, you know, perhaps a person. But in this case, it was about the beer. Um, and, and it becomes, a, you know, an ineffective thing, actually. So, it, yeah, it was quite an interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting thing. I just thought it was quite a, 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 a funny analogy, really, that actually, you know, that continued display of authenticity. You can <laughs> some people, can't you, surely, that I'm like, oh, being my authentic self. <laughs> are you? Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so people I wonder, I wonder I won- a mile off though don't they? If you're they not do, yeah. living out no, not. what you yeah. say, and you know all that kind of congruence, again, it comes back to that. If you're not doing it, people can spot you a mile yeah. away.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I wonder whether there's more depth to to the song "Come Come Chameleon," <laughs> and whether or not actually that was. <laughs> 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 Whether that is uh, d- displaying his true his true personality type. Well, we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> on that,
0: shall we end it? Yeah, go on. But if if you if go we on. eradicated the word authentic from the dictionary, what other word would you use?
1: Oh, bloody hell! I, I I put that question down and thought about an the mm, answer. We'll um, bring it
0: back at you quick. <laughs> it is a difficult one, actually, isn't it? It's I a mean, difficult you one. Not, you um, just say be real, don't you like? Oh, you can what? Be real, that kind of be real. Yeah, I, stuff. Um,
1: I, I I like in flow. I you know, there's something about that which just mm. uh, in in flow. Like I, I'm in flow with. With life, with with mm. with whatever happens, it's just a uh, and the analogy I have is just that you, you know, you sort of gently glide in through a river without too many, too many bumps and too many. Oh, do, should I go this way? Should I go that way? Oh, do, what what happens if I go this way? And what if I, what if I do this? And what? And it's just oh, you just you're just flowing. Mm. You're just flowing through life. So Absolutely. I'm going to choose that one. Mm. Yeah, you
0: um i think mine would either be i think i'll come back to that congruence i'm just you know i'm living in congruence that everything like you say it kind of links to that flow thing or or synthesis something that that means that those my values my actions my words my beliefs my feelings all kind of pretty much in alignment i've got a good balance and therefore everything feels okay yeah i think that's what yeah congruence
1: lovely congruence and flow
0: doesn't quite roll off the tongue like authentic does it not... <laughs>
1: yeah I can't, the, the, a t-shirt with i'm being con- con- <laughs> i'm being congruent today is not quite the same is it no <laughs> are you we being a congruent self today yeah, we can we
0: can we can change that we'll get it going
1: <laughs> awesome right cool. let's wrap it up Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Jen, for joining again. Uh, We think the next one we're going to have is actually with a guest speaker, so look out for that um, in a couple of weeks' time.
0: Yep, be good.
1: All right, take care.
0: Happy coaching. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or you could leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from Alex and Jen, head over to Instagram, follow at Alex Manos coaching for Alex and at the direction coach for Jen. Thanks once again, and we'll see you next time.